When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this extra weekly episode of Dame Baptiste Questions Everything, or what we are calling DBQs. On DBQs, myself, comedian, writer, and occasional actor Dame Baptiste, my producer friend Howard Cohen, aka The Hizzer, Hello. are going to be delving into some of the things that have happened in this week's news. That is right, Dane. We are going to be looking at one of the big questions of the week. And this week, we are talking about the uh, investigation into Brianna Gay's murder and how they're now saying it could be considered a hate crime. Uh, it opens up a lot of questions, Dane, uh, a lot of subjects that people have been talking about. One stat that you shared with me was that uh, anti-trans hate crime has risen by 1,106% since 2012. Where do you start on this? It's a very good question on where you start. I guess we start by uh, extending our condolences to the family of Brianna Gay. Uh, and um, also, I guess we definitely uh, extend our sympathies to the transgender community who, over the course of the pandemic and in more recent times, have been openly and explicitly targeted by politicians, by pundits, by populists uh, and by hate groups as a focal point of normalised hatred towards a marginalised group. And trust me, speaking from personal experience, I know how that feels. And um, yeah, we just uh, here on our podcast want to make sure that we uh, extend the sentiment to the trans community that you are welcome, you do matter, and your lives and minds matter to us. Um, And, you know, I guess I speak uh, from a humanitarian perspective when I say that I'm sorry that not everybody sees it this way, because I guess in the spirit of DBQs, my question to those of you who I guess would be classified as transphobes or gender critical is what the fuck has it got to do with you why do you give a fuck who cares what has it got to do with you what somebody's pronouns are how much time do you spend really discussing someone's pronouns if someone says that my pronouns are she and her or he and him or they and them how much of your day does it really take up to have to adjust your speech yeah my name is Dane Baptiste. My names also include being called Danger. I've also been called Bap Squire. I also used to call myself Shaolin 66 when I was a kid, so I was obsessed with the Wu-Tang. And do you know what? Every time I came up with a new name like Bap Squire, people would call me by that name. They sometimes call me D, Big D, Little D. I won't lie, that one kind of made me insecure sometimes. But the point is that really nomenclature does not feature as a big part of how you refer to somebody and for some reason you people stall as if your life comes to a grinding halt if you have to regard someone by different pronouns and I don't understand why how someone else chooses to live or express their gender affects your life I don't understand particularly in the British Isles where people object so much to people's aesthetics and how they express gender when you have had 
iconoclasts like Lily Savage and Dame Edna, who have been able to move with the fluidity of gender in this industry for years, and no one gave a fuck. And that all happened where people would be wearing kilts. When Mel Gibson, the devout Christian, played William Wallace in Braveheart and lifted up his kilt to show his dick and his balls alongside all the other extras in that show, no one complained. No one said, there's dicks and balls under those skirts. What's going on? No one gave a fuck. Why does it bother you so much is what I don't understand. Like, I hear this argument coming from J.K. Rowling, who seems to be one of the most outspoken trans-exclusionary radical feminists, or TERFs, as they're more commonly known. And you know what the biggest part of the bullshit is with that? You know why J.K. Rowling goes by J.K. Rowling, Howard? You know why she's called J.K. Rowling? Go on, I think I know, but go on. Because when she wrote her book, right, because her name is Joanne. Mm. She don't call herself Joanne. She calls herself J.K., you know who else is called JK? The lead singer from Jamira Choir. Yeah. You know who else is called JK? That dope half Asian MC from Birmingham, JK, mm. who's in that amazing song, Mozambique, among other songs with Gets. Shout out JK, come on the podcast, bro, you're sick. But the point is oh. that JK sounds like a much more masculine designation for a person. Very infrequently do you even hear women abbreviating their names to use acronyms. Mm. So you know why Joanne Rowling calls herself J.K. Rowling? It's because when she began publishing the book Harry Potter, when her publisher began shopping the book Harry Potter to people, they thought if a woman wrote a fantasy novel about mm. wizards, nobody would buy it. Mm. So they, wrote, they told her to change the name to J.K. Rowling because it made her seem more masculine. Look at the motherfucking irony. Mm. I mean, the thing, you know, the thing that comes up for me on, on this subject... And it, and it seems to come up an incredible amount with people who have no vested interest, which is what you just you just spoke about. You know, people getting riled up about something that really doesn't determine much in their life, right? There's not the interaction with that community is, is almost zero. It's not, the, the the trans community is such an infinitesimal minority. I reckon you'd find more people on this planet that would eat their own shit out of a yogurt pot than you could probably find members of the trans community. That's how small it is. You probably find more people willing to fuck a relative, yeah, yeah. in this world, then, yeah. including our whole fucking family, than our members of the transgender community. But and yet people find these people who are going about their own lives, trying to find the most comfortable way to live, yeah. more unsettling than people that would fuck their own cousins. We'll be back after this. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Welcome back to the show. The thing that comes up for me is is that like I say, so many people with, with, with no real vested interest in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. The response is one of you know absolute kind of like disdain and anger. 
for me, why would why would you not just approach it with a, a sense of empathy, sensitivity? I mean, it clearly is a sensitive subject like that. That much we can all probably agree on that there there Absolutely. is a, there is a, there is an absolute kind of uh, let's let's call it have, uh, let's call it an abnormality where in in terms of how we we view, it is viewed in society you know it biologically it is it is this scenario which 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 ultimately people will find a head scratcher and, and that, i think that's perfectly legitimate as in like cuz each scenario each transgender person is not going to be exact there's no way there's no there's, there's no, no uniform uni- yeah there's no unified and, theory and of gender of that, dysmorphia because of that you have Precisely. to d- deal with it empathy and sympathy and and, and 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 like i say sensitivity like you would with anybody with any kind of dysmorphia yeah and, if and, someone and, comes to you and says i don't feel right within myself what would be the natural part of normal social etiquette would to be like for have someone to explain and see if there is any sympathy or empathy you can uh, you could observe and, and that's why and that's why the biggest bit that i find you know just just like I say, how much it actually interacts with people's daily life is so small. The fact that the subject matter requires clearly a sensitive approach. The worst place for this conversation to happen is the internet, because it's it's just not the real world application of what we're talking about. Whereas if you were kind of like, you know, I mean, God, I remember some lessons at school where you were trying to be taught about certain things mm. didn't work out very well. But yeah. in the real world, you know, you'd hope that more and more people could start to just kind of. I don't know. Maybe there will be an evolution, and we're only witnessing at this. You know what I mean? We're only how many years has this conversation been prominent? Five. Well, for me, five years since. I mean, maybe it's been prominent in society. But the thing is, is is it prominent in society now, or is it just been a new distraction that has been created for us to focus on? So that the real question is not so much about you know why people want to change who they are. Maybe the question is, irrespective of who you are, Mm. why your basic human rights and needs are being eroded before your very fucking eyes. Mm. So people sit and talk about like, why are we giving kids hormone therapy and blah, blah, blah. Fuck that. Why are they starving? Mm. That's a better question. I don't give a fuck what people do with their bodies, but children that need to be fed. I'm more concerned with a prime minister that during the summertime, when we're in a pandemic where a lot of people's parents don't have access to resources to feed their children and the cost of living crisis means that we have a larger amount of children living below the poverty line where our food bank numbers outnumber our fast food outlets, yeah? I'm more concerned, not with what someone's genitals are, how about the fact that their fucking bellies are empty? Why aren't you angry about that? Yeah. That's what I want to know. You lot are worried about, oh, this person doesn't know if they're a boy or a girl. You don't know how many boys and girls your fucking prime minister has. And you're not bothered about that. Yeah. I don't care about what people want to do about their gender reassignment surgery because it don't fucking affect me. What affects me and what affects you all is the fact that if you get a cancer or someone finds a fucking lump, you right might have to remortgage your fucking house. And that should bother you a lot more. People say these people are messed up. Are they really? Well, after years and years of dodgy practices in your agriculture and dodgy practices in your healthcare and dodgy practices in your pharmacology and your pharmaceutical industry, where we are introducing foreign bodies and strange chemicals and the byproducts of said chemicals are moving around in the human bloodstream, where they are tipping sewage into your fucking stream as we speak. And none of you can make a link by way human physiology might be affected by this. And maybe that might be why. And I'm not saying there is a unified theory of gender dysmorphia. But if you are worried about men should be men and women should be women. Well, then let's start with when it happens in real life. When you've got athletes like Casta Semenya, who just naturally have a higher output of testosterone. Yeah. And she's not able to compete. So before you worry about people's gender reassignments for this purpose of sport, why don't we deal with it in real life? Mm. Because no one seems to care about that. Yeah. There's a lot of people out here 
Men, for example, who jump into this conversation to be like, how can a man say he's a woman? How the fuck would you know? You don't listen to women in the first place. Because you live in a world where even today, in 2023, seatbelts aren't even designed to even take into account the physiology of women. So why are you worried about when people want to change? Or maybe you should fucking consider that maybe for years and years, these latter generations have seen how people are regarded based on their gender. They have seen that even if you are the most masculine man and you go to war and fight for a country, when you come back, there's fuck all left for you. Or maybe they have seen, even if you are an accomplished and an intelligent woman that can contribute effectively to that society, no one gives a fuck if your tits are out. So maybe these children have decided, do you know what? Fuck being either. Because there are no rewards at the end of it. Because whether you have a dick or a pussy between your fucking legs, you see when you get to the end of your working life, you may not even have a fucking pension or somewhere to live. So as far as I'm concerned, you're worried about the wrong fucking things. Yeah? And it's another one of these distractions whereby you are marginalizing a minority. Because let's be honest, whether you are a man or a woman, yeah? You see, when you get to the end of your useful life, your gender is going to become pretty fluid anyway. Because when you're a man, your dick ain't going to work too great. You might as well have a big clitoris. And you probably will have man boobs anyway. And as a woman, as you get older, you will experience menopause. And one of the key cornerstones of your womanhood, your reproductive system, will come to an end and you'll start sprouting hair out of your fucking chin like a man as well. So really, gender, as it crystallises in its binary forms, predominantly, is a real temporary state for human beings to be in. And at the end of the day, when you get to the end of your life, it will be like the beginning. It will be just your consciousness. And if you are a religious person or someone that believes in a soul, then at the end of the day, a soul has no gender, yeah? And it is eternal. However, humanity, your life expectancy at best might be 80 years. So you'll spend 80 years being a cisgender real man or 80 years or maybe 85 years as a woman. Mm. You'll spend 85 years being a real woman. And then after that, religiously, you're just going to be a fucking soul. And souls don't have dicks or pussies last time I fucking checked. And even if you are someone who is an outspoken or you are an ardent atheist, but you understand that consciousness exists, and you'll see your consciousness when it comes to the fall when you're dreaming. And when you dream, upon awaking is when you then contextualise your reality along the lines of gender. But when you're a dreaming, you don't know if you're a man or a woman. Mm. So at the end of the day, how much does it matter really? Because at the end of the day, in this world we're living in now, irrespective of your gender, we are not observing any kind of conservative practices to protect either gender. So what difference does it fucking make? is my question to people who consider themselves to be gender critical. I don't want to hear from no JK fucking rolling about what happens when she goes into a fucking toilet. Bitch, you're a fucking billionaire. You ain't going to no toilet in no Weatherspoons. Let's be real. And that's DBQs. Yes, and uh, again, rest in peace to Brianna Gay. You've been listening to Dane Baptiste Questions Everything, hosted by Dane Baptiste and myself, Howard Cohen. For more from Dane and myself, make sure you follow us on Instagram at DaneSnapTiste and at the Howard Cohen. You can now support us on Patreon. Just search DBQE Podcast and unlock ad-free content and you can watch the full-length video of the podcast. Please don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. If you have a question for Dane, make sure you send us a DM on Instagram at DBQE Podcast and we could feature you in our next episode. Thanks for listening, guys. And remember, question everything. Insanity Group. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.